Do you like comic book movies, Spencer? I do like comic book movies. What's your most favorite comic book movie character? Car- movie character? Uh, probably Spider-Man. Always watch Spider-Man. You open up a can of worms already. Man, I'm really liking these. Andrew new- Garfield, I know. Yeah, I know. yeah. I I really been liking the Tom Hiddleston or uh, Holland uh, movies. Those have been great. I have not watched the most recent one. Did you like the first one? Yes. You'll you'll like. It's just more of the of the same. Hmm. And not in a way of like, oh, they just redid the same, but just like. You know, it's just a, a, con- a continuation of, of of that end. Well, how do you feel about the recent news of them trying to get Hugh Jackman to come back as Wolverine for a Hulk movie? A Hulk movie? Like, like a Hulk Wolverine movie. That would be awesome. Because I don't think they're allowed to do just a Hulk movie. Yeah. But they can do Hulk and Wolverine. Yeah, that's how they he was able to be into the Thor and all, and all that stuff. That would be awesome. My only problem with that is, like... Unless if you can somehow get him to commit to do another whole string of Well, I think of it would be. I think it would be just like an yeah. alternate universe, just like a standalone kind of thing. Because they're doing like the you know what it was like the strange she, tales yeah. and things like that. So I think they're gonna do alternate universe one-off stories. Yeah. That's what I well, think. They had what in mind. they could probably do is like they're doing like uh, that uh, what if animated series. Maybe mm. they just get him to do like the voice of Wolverine or something like that. No, no. I don't want that. Did you ever, did you see that video of like, um, of, uh, Hugh Jackman doing like voiceover for that one scene in Logan where he's like running through the. Yeah. He's just like, oh. Yeah. Ah. Squeak. And then like, I saw that. And then like a little bit after that, I saw somebody take that exact same thing and line it up with like the monster, the penguins that are not, uh, happy feet. I think it was yeah. happy feet. <laughs> Equally as good. <laughs> Equally as good. It's time for the DPW Spooktacular. We should have a Spooktacular. Sometime. Not today. No, not today. You are listening to the DPW Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb James. With me today, Spencer, the Arkham Assassin Church. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. I like that one. You get to read some goddamn H.P. Lovecraft already. Yeah. You start getting these references. Fuck. Oh, I wasn't going to swear this episode. What? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I felt like we need a classy episode. I, I believe our episodes are quite classy. Highbrow sophistication. I think our most classiest episode is the Fifty Shades of Brown episode, I think. I think That's we, a high bar. We definitely peaked early with that. It's hard to get get over. Uh... So you say peaking and that just immediately makes me go to that that episode of, of Always Sunny when they talk about like, I haven't even begun to peak yet. I'm <laughs> going to peak God. all over you people. <laughs> Dennis of the Golden God. Uh, we're supposed to be talking about movies, right? Is that what's happening? Something about like movies and cinema and stuff. I'm not all here right now. No, kind of tired. It makes sense. You're kind of as I'm looking at you, you're kind of uh, like fading in and out of reality right now. I can kind of see the chair behind you a little bit. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. Maybe I'm like cycling, like one of those vampire creatures in Doctor Sleep. Oh Maybe yeah, going in and out of existence. I don't know. I don't feel good. <laughs> 
Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to bring the tears. Yeah, I was going to say, don't make me cry, Caleb. You're wearing the fancy Spider-Man <laughs> shirt. I didn't want you, I didn't want the tears to flow. He came back. He did come back. Yeah. I mean, everybody knew that. I mean, they went away. They tried to take him again, take him away again. He came back. He's here for a little bit. Oh, we were supposed to be talking about Martin Scorsese's controversial. I didn't think they were controversial I don't at think all. It's, I don't know if I necessarily agree with him, but I don't, also don't think it's controversial either. I should probably actually look up the quote rather than paraphrasing. So if you want to tell everybody what you're doing for dinner tonight. Dinner? Yeah, you, your fancy dinner uh, date. I, I don't have a fancy dinner date. Why the fuck not? It's a Wednesday. Everybody has fancy dinner dates on so Wednesday. Do you do see it? what I'm wearing? Yeah, yeah, you're wearing a... That's uh, not a robe, a kimono. Is that what those are? Congratulations, you are correct. How do you spell Martin? <laughs> <laughs> Martin. Jeez, that's still trending on the Google. It must have been a hot topic. So, what better way for us to suck on the teat yeah. of current <laughs> events than by hitting trending news? That probably won't be trending by the time we put the episode out. Samuel L. Jackson hit back. Not everybody saw, likes his shit either. I, I saw that. Uh, I guess he said stuff. But we, I feel like he would have said shit. He was, it probably depended on way. Like if you talked to him in person, it probably would have been shit. Yeah. Oh, this is. And it probably been like nobody likes that motherfucker shit. Like, or like some people don't like that motherfucker shit. Yeah. Maybe Samuel Jackson has turned a new leaf with his language. I hope not. Maybe he was like saying that to PBS or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, okay, here we go. Wait, that's the fucking <laughs> Sanford and Son. In an interview with Empire Magazine, because people still read magazines apparently, Martin Scorsese gave the Marvel Cinematic Universe the cold shoulder. Comparing the billion-dollar franchise to theme parks. Here is his quote. I don't see them. I tried, you know. But that's not cinema, Scorsese told Empire Magazine. Honestly, the closest I can think of them, as well-made as they are, with actors doing the best they can under the circumstances, is theme parks. It isn't the cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experiences to another human being. How do you feel about that? So he's just talking about, like, the five movies that get made a year that... Just Follow. Marvel movies. But no, but I mean, like, of what he thinks cinema is, there's probably, what, like, five movies made a year that fall into, like, the... the like the, the art category? Yeah. Like, what, I would say Joker would yeah. fall into? Yeah. So, like, does it have to be, like... Because I feel like the cinema kind of falls into the same conversations that we've had about literature. Right. That's what I was I, thinking, I, too. I, I, it's, it, they share the same parallels. Like, you know, that's just kind of like... Cinema is the movie's version. The art of filmmaking yeah. versus... Like, I think his main critiques... Marvel is very uh, copy and paste, cut and dry with their filmmaking style. Like, you could watch many videos of just... Uh, you know, the Avengers in a circle having, you know, their dialogue. Yeah. And it just kind of goes like, see, like cuts to cut. And there's no real style to it. It's just kind of somebody filming them. Yeah. Versus like, uh, what is it? Seven Samurai is one of the most famous Japanese movies. It's uh, like you watch the cinematography of that when everybody's around talking. 
you know, there's constant motion. Things are focusing specifically on certain things that they want the director wants you to see. Marvel movies, you don't really get that. You're not getting like the expression of Tony Stark necessarily, other than what Robert Downey Jr. is doing. But the camera isn't making you focus. Like, uh, I remember one example was uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. There's a scene where the girl's doing like calligraphy, and the way the camera focuses on the brush strokes, it's very specific. And it what it does is it eludes like it cuts the woman out completely almost at one point and just shows her hand. And what it does is allude to her ability with a sword. Yeah. And it's very like nuanced detail, but you don't get those in Marvel movies because Marvel movies, like he said, I, which I agree, like theme park rides are fun. Yeah. Which there's nothing wrong with that, but I I could understand like going back to like our book discussions in the past. If you're writing fine literature, it's got to kind of suck to see Fifty Shades of Grey fucking making all this oh, money yeah. while you're you might win awards for your book, but you're not really like who's nobody's re- like reading it other than like that select new uh, niche fan base. But I think he, like um, and then he kind of he kind of commented on it. It's not like the Marvel movies are bad. It's not like they're phoning it in yeah. and just like, you know, just putting shit out there just because they know people are going to go and watch it. They're trying to, I mean, they've been able to make like almost all the same people see the same movie, movie over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, like, I mean, so they got to be doing something right. And uh, I don't know. And again, this is just goes into like what I try to do with my storytelling is I'm trying to create something that is entertaining that the the reader or watcher or whatever it is is going to enjoy it, will consume it, will want more from it. Like, because I don't know, I've seen some like cinema movies and it's just like what kind of horse shit is this you know like when i tried to watch a racer head a couple months yeah. ago i was just like what the fuck is happening or like and then this so is it like can you only like movies that have won like oscars of those seminar because like well forrest gump i wouldn't say i mean that was it killed at the oscars but i wouldn't say that was a uh, fine cinema yeah i was gonna say because like uh what was that like only like 10 years ago whenever like Juno one and like I like that movie like it's been forever since I watched it so Fun, I quirky movie so but like I don't know if how much I'd still like it now but like is it a Godfather absolutely not it's a uh, it, and you hard. need like you need the Marvel movies because if you didn't have the Marvel movies there would be no theaters for you to play your 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 cinematic masterpieces at my issue like i'm kind of in between because i like to take away messages from my movies which is why i really really like the joker but wonder woman i was just like eh, you know it's okay aquaman is like, it's fun but like the marvel movies even i like the marvel movies but when i what i enjoy most about them is when they have uh more moral conflicts and they focus more on the, like the characters and things like that Versus just all the action and shoot 'em yeah. ups and oh, oh John Wick movies. I'm gonna give a little pass <laughs> on that because rightfully so, they should be so stupid. They oh, should yeah. be so stupid. But, but again, great. but they do such a good job at them that yeah. they're awesome. And the cinematography on them and the fight choreo- choreograph, uh, co- how do you say that word? Chor- choreography, choreography, 
Fight choreography. Choreography. That's bad whenever I have to. <laughs> just, just so you folks know, I'm drinking absinthe, and I was out of cold water because, you know, fucking I suck apparently. So I had to use like this flavored <laughs> seltzer water, and it just, I don't know, man. It's like, I feel like I got my drink spiked. It's a little weird. I'm getting a little hot-headed. Anyway, the choreography of John Wick movies are excellent. And uh, it makes up for the lack of character development. But at the same time, I love that universe. Yeah. It's like this underground, very polite, but super murder yeah. society. It's, it's just, it's wonderful. But when you look at cinema, I mean, say you compare uh, Citizen Kane to Infinity War. You can't. No. It's completely separate. Like, there's nothing... I mean, it's almost like that zombie book we read versus, like how I said, I rated it the same as I did Great Expectations, but that shouldn't be because they're so far different. Yeah. Like, the one's a literary masterpiece and one's just a fun book. Yeah. But it comes down to my personal opinion. It just comes down to whoever's reading or watching the, the, the is, view, are they enjoying it the the viewer uh, the the consumer's preference mm-hmm. what do they prefer because there's plenty of uh so so-called masterpieces that i just thought were boring and didn't like yeah no i don't care how well it's filmed and how many flowers you close up on and it, it, some things just aren't that good what about like weird like and now this might have a little different like thing on it since like, because of recent events but like um like american beauty that was very like the way that they would shoot things and stuff like that you could say it's very cinema but it was kind of about like this old this dude who then kind of like you know he decided like yeah fuck it i don't give a shit which i enjoy that part but yeah. then like towards the middle in the end like he has, gets this creepy relationship with like a teenage girl in your so-called cinema, like, you don't have to ever worry about that in a Marvel movie. No. Though, I feel like with Kevin Spacey now, if you go back and watch a movie, you're not going to believe that plot point. Yeah, right? You're not going to believe that he was lusting after that young girl. <laughs> maybe he just, or, or maybe whatever, he, he's just into young, whatever it is. I, I feel like I would, uh, like when the, the this gay... This art is not true to me! The gay neighbor guy who kisses him and then shoots him because he doesn't oh, want to yeah. be outed. I feel like that part was probably more yeah. on point now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, things don't always... Hindsight, you know, 2020. And know. I mean, and... Uh, like... Because he also has to realize in how much, like, those Marvel movies has benefited him. Because he he's the one that's doing the, the Irishman or whatever, right? Yeah. Where they de- like, age like, a, like everybody. The technology aspect, you mean. Yeah, but... Nobody was doing that shit before the, you know, before, like, the Avengers and all that shit they were doing that in. Oh, you know oh what I, I mean? guess Benjamin Button, that cinematic masterpiece doesn't, doesn't well, exist. Well, no, they aged him. They didn't de-age him. Yeah, they de-aged well, him at the end. Bit. He's 15 but years he's, old. he's Brad Pittyote. He looks like he's 15 they years old. No. <laughs> did you ever see Benjamin Button? No, I did not ever see fucking Benjamin Button. One, it's a fucking great movie, so punch you right in the face after the podcast for not watching it. So don't talk shit about The Curious Case of Benjamin Button if you haven't seen it, because... I love me some Benjamin Buttons. Sure. And two, the fucking they like it wasn't just de aging him before all this de aging shit. Happened. Yeah. Like you really looked at Brad Pitt and was like, damn, did they just get a young actor? Like it doesn't even look CGI at all. And there's a whole like over an hour's worth of extras that just show you how they do all that stuff. Oh yeah. So fuck you and your Marvel movies. They didn't start it. They didn't start it. 
Dude, I can't. I I can't watch like a three-hour movie if it's not like a Marvel movie or something like that. I can't. I just I can't. There's action in that movie. He's on a boat at one point and they're shooting stuff. I mean, yeah. just watch it. I yeah, maybe. I can't watch a movie that's three. So you're not gonna see the Irishman. I mean, maybe eventually. It's like three and a half hours. Like I'm probably not in the theater. Probably not. By the way, we're talking about cinema, but Martin Scorsese is most famous for most of his uh, movies being fucking mafia movies or mobster yeah. movies. So that's, that's a jo- that's a genre within itself. Yeah, right? I mean, granted, his filmmaking style is very cinematic, but still, I mean, that's kind of you know, shoot 'em ups. Yeah. I mean, they have overall themes and uh, morals and all that shit, but they're still fun shoot 'em ups. And they're like, oh, you're like, you know, like. Oh, the mob guy did something. He's ratted, or he's like, yeah, you know, they they all fall within like the same thing. So, I would be interested to hear his take on some of the DC movies. Well, I can't remember because they're for the we keep on throwing the Joker in there, but he was originally like he's a, a, producer. Pro- a producer. I don't know if he still ended up being a producer on it or not. So I, I think so. He, uh, yeah, I think he had some input on that movie. But I would be interested to see if he felt the same about, like, say, Wonder Woman, because that, while it still had the action and stuff, that was a little different than when you're... Because the Marvel movies, it's the... Like, what I think he, his main gripe is, is the cinematography and the fact that if every single Marvel movie is filmed fairly much the same. You know, you just have your big action sequence, and then you have, like, like just the the actual filming of the characters when they're talking and stuff. It's all kind of the same. There's no no experiments or any kind of like cool shoot like shots for the oh, most part. Um uh like the non CGI stuff. Well I'm gonna say like because like like Doctor Strange does some weird shit. See that's all CGI though. I think he's just talking about the actual art of filmmaking. And uh I feel like the D C movies probably take more well, it's hard to say with Aquaman. Because, you know, that was like a CGI yeah. fest. But Wonder Woman was a little bit... Like, that was closer to, like, an actual cinema, if you want to go that route. I thought it was kind of boring myself. I liked Wonder Woman. I thought it was good. I just didn't like all the fucking... Like, the ending, man. Oh, yeah, the ending's not... Fucking hot not, garbage. The yeah, the ending's not good, but... Everything until, like... They fight here, like he fights. She fights the 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 demigod who still is rocking the mustache. <sighs> Nigel Thornberry. Yeah. Until that, I I enjoyed it. Like you can't tell me that's awesome when she's fucking walking across no man's land. Yeah. Just take like just just ricocheting all those bullets off with the shield and stuff like that. Why do the bullets always go towards her wrist? She no, she moves. No, they just go towards her wrist. Maybe, maybe she got magnets in them. I think it's stupid. I don't think the character of Wonder Woman was ever good. You know who's far superior to Wonder Woman? She Hulk. Much cooler character. She breaks the fourth wall. She's green. Yeah. Yeah, she's like Deadpool. Don't you ever read a fucking She Hulk comic? Not really. No. Heathen. I read them all. <laughs> Well, good, then you can watch her show when it comes out on that on the Disney Plus thing. Yeah, I'll get right on that. So, since we're talking about cinematic masterpieces, we paid money. Money, money. Out of our pocket. Go see Joker on Saturday. Yeah. And you know what? That was a damn fine film. So good. I mean, we were talking off air about, you know, the implications, like the media was worried that it would cause mass shooters and 
people to want to murder and stuff. And then we we were kind of discussing like, I mean, I can kind of see it to yeah. a degree. Like you kind of feel sometimes you just want to burn it all down. Yeah. But that's why characters like the Joker are so popular, I think, because they show the yeah. other side of society that you're not supposed to ever really focus and it, on. And it gives you a, um, it gives a release to that stress. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, people always give shit about, like, um, like ICP and the songs that they do. But, like, you know, they do a lot of, a lot of rapping about, like, murder. murdering. And, like, I can tell you from, from personal experience, after listening to, like, a CD of murdering people, you kind of feel good afterwards, like, you know? <laughs> and then, you you know, you get it into it, and you're singing along with the song, and you're just like, it, 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 it's it's orthotic, you know? It's kind of like a therapy. Yeah, as long as it's, you know... As long as I'm not actually murdering people while I'm listening to the song, you well, know? Well, that was what they were worried about with Joker, was that it was going to cause people to want to murder, but maybe it just gets the murder out of your yeah. system. I mean, like I've said before... The John Wick movies, Joker doesn't even get close to comparing for the first 10 minutes of a John Wick movie, violence-wise. There's not that much killing in the movie, but it's very brutal Mm. when it happens. I think it's like, what what gets you is that it's real almost. Like, when you watch, like, and he kills somebody in the movie, it's like, oh, shit, that was like, that could happen. That that scissor scene? Yeah. It's not like uh, in a John Wick where he's, you know... Kills dudes with a book or a pencil or like all these. Crazy... He's having a sword fight on a motorcycle in the hot on the highway. Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking shooting people in the face off a horse. Like that, you're not gonna see that happen. But you know, a guy gets stabbed with some scissors or some shit like that. That could bust his face off the wall. Like that could happen. It was very brutal. I think uh, Mr. Joaquin Phoenix deserves not only the Oscar but all the awards for that. Yeah, oh yeah. Because that like it looked like it was painful to play that role. Like the way he was. You know, he played like an insane guy. Like his, and then like, he got so skinny. Mm-hmm. But just his facial mannerisms and the way he moved, it looked like it hurt. Like he was just uncomfortable in his and own skin. The laugh. Yeah, that, the laugh looked like it hurt too. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it wasn't a comfortable movie to watch. No, but I will definitely see it again. I mean, it reminded me heavily of Taxi Driver. Even with, like, the, uh, you know, he kept pointing the gun to his, the fake gun to his head. Like, that's in Taxi Driver. Like, that's the ending of Taxi Driver. There's a lot of uh, references to that Did you ever get around to watching the um, King of Comedy? That's, like, the other one. I never saw that either. Yeah, there were some references to that movie, but I I did not see that one, which I I wanted to. I just forgot about it. Speaking of side note to cinema, just as somebody who I always thought should have been the Joker, uh, Willem Dafoe. Oh, you just have want, to throw makeup on that guy. He's so yeah. creepy looking. I want to see that Lighthouse movie. Did you see the trailer for that? Him and Robert Pattinson in a Lighthouse? No. They're fucking nutty. They just look crazy and they're just... I, I can't... There's no description I can get. You just, no, have, just to have to watch, watch it. After, it? Okay. Yeah, we'll watch it after this. But uh, like, I would actually think I'm going to go see that in the theater just because it looks so weird. Nice. Because you don't get to see weird movies in the theater that often. Well, that's like, well, that's like the trailer that... What was that one trailer for this? That Nazi movie? Yeah, we're I kind of want to see that. Like, I like I was watching. I was like, I might go to the theater to watch this. Hitler's the like the little German boy's imaginary friend. Yeah, it it looks so ridiculous, but uh, I'll be down for that too. That that actually looks really good. Scott Joe's in it. Scar Joe, I like me some Scar Joe. Oh yeah. Would you say before the podcast you wanted to see something on her? 
The, the, the butthole? Oh! I think that was what you were talking about. You were no. talking about seeing a butthole, and I, I probably agreed with you, but... <laughs> Whoa! No, that's disgusting. Who'd want to see that? I mean, I'm sure there's pictures you can find. Are there? I think there's some, like, new movie she did where she was, like, nude. But, like, it looked like she lost some weight on it, so it looked weird, like... Hmm. By the way, we're not being disgusting with the butthole talk. That was uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Listen to his podcast and blame him. <laughs> Don't blame the DPW guys. Talk about Scarlett Johansson's we're just butthole. Ta- we're just talking about our betters. We're just talking about what we heard, just like everybody else. Just going around. Now, with the Joker, I don't know how 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 deep you want to dive into this conversation. It's hard without giving the movie away. That's what, like, I didn't know if we want to... I don't think that's a good idea yet, because it's only been out for one weekend. Mm. It's only Wednesday, man. Man, because there's some things that I would, like, I... There would be some things that I would like to deep dive and talk, like, see what... Just from, like, story elements and, and, and telling, you know, what you, what you thought about it. Because we didn't do too much talking. Because it's definitely one of those movies, too, that, like, once you get done watching it, you can be like, oh, yeah, that's really cool and stuff. But it's definitely kind of, like... It kind of sticks with you. It, it's best, like, after you've had some time to, yeah. di- to digest it and be like... Let it percolate. Oh, they did do that. And, yeah, I did kind of notice that. All right, well, let's discuss it, but... Spoiler alert, if you do not, if you didn't see the movie and you don't want spoilers, this would be a good time to cut yeah. out. I mean, and we'll, 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 it's going to be a couple of days until we get this put out anyway, so that would be... Yeah, it won't be out till Tuesday, so that's another week. Yeah. Just, anyway, you don't want spoilers, it's your last chance. So anyway, when Joker was fisting that, uh, you know, when, he, uh. when he was fisting Gordon, like, no, that didn't happen. I wish it did. Go on, sir. So, I guess, like, the big one, do you think any of that was real? The ending of that implied that it might not have. Because if you notice, when he was in the asylum, at the, when he was getting those papers, it was all grimy and gross, and everything yeah. was yellow. But at the end, everything it was, was white, white and, and beautiful. Like, whenever... Um, uh, they did that quick scene to him banging his head up against the wall when he was yeah. talking to the, the social worker. But... People said on the old internet there that at the end, because I didn't notice, he had gray, like his hair was gray. I saw a little bit of gray, yeah. Which means it could have just been in the future. And if that's the case, because um, the theme in the movie was they're going to overhaul the health, the mental health system. Yeah. So maybe they just, you know, fixed up the hospital, made it nice. That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. So, and like, but you know, with the Joker, there was the scene, multiple scenes where he has a love interest. Yeah. And then it turns out, surprise, he it was all in his head. That See, chick didn't even know him. That, that's the only problem that I have with if it being all not real. Mm-hmm. So he had like a delusion inside of a delusion. Well, that goes back to uh, Taxi Driver, where uh, in Taxi Driver, Robert De Niro's character and a King Comedy also has these mental delusions where they think things are real and they're happening, but they're not. So... I think that was supposed to be open-ended where did this happen or did it not happen? You're really not sure. Is he actually Thomas Wayne's son or is he really mm-hmm. just an orphan? Or I, go- I also like that because you gave a Joker origin without giving a Joker origin. You still don't know where the fuck he yeah. came from. Yeah, because there's also like – because uh, even the directors did like I – you know, people ask him and he's like, I'm trying to do it in a way so it's pretty open-ended. Mm-hmm. It's – you don't – you know – 
it's not cut and dry or like you know maybe this guy in, inspired the joker yeah. or something like that you know because even though they talk about it you don't know anything about his childhood because they said he was a you know he was a child of yeah but they said he his uh adopted mother who he thought was his real mother abused him and chained him to the radiator and all this crazy shit but he doesn't remember any of it yeah because he read the file and he was like oh shit like he didn't have any idea so did that actually happen it's hard to say i like to think i don't know if maybe if that didn't happen something along that line happened because like he murders the psychiatrist at the end. You think he does? No, because the, the his footprints are red. Yeah, he has the bloody a... footprints, but you don't know. But he's running away. You don't know if he murdered her. You just assume he murdered her. Well, he fucked her up at least. Probably. He fucked up her he fucked her up enough that he has enough blood on his shoes to leave, to leave a trail down a long ass hallway. Um So it's kind of hard to think like Unless, I don't know, he was in there, because they, cause they, in the beginning, whenever they mentioned about him being locked away, they don't mention for how long, or, or why. why, or like... Well, also, like, they say his laugh was a neurological disorder caused by a head injury, but then it wasn't later on, I forget what it was, he found out, like, that might not have been the case. I think... I can't. I can't. Remember. I could have sworn that, that there was a scene where well, I, and I heard people talk about it um, on this other podcast that I was listening to. That did you realize that once he went like full makeup and like um, like on, on the talk show and stuff like that, like that he didn't laugh anymore. Yeah, like all that was gone. Yeah, he didn't have the crazy nervous laughter. So maybe he could control it all along. I think that's that what... or just like maybe like. Well, then, too, by that point, he wasn't taking the medicine anymore. Maybe it was the medicine doing it, yeah. Or just, you know, like a side effect from the medicine, given that, you know. But, I I don't know. I think they could use it either way. Because, like, like we, we, before we were saying, like, after we left that, like, you know, this is supposed to be standalone. Yeah. But I could so definitely see, like, them using this as, like... The restart button. I would really like that, and I mean, he's an excellent Joker, so. And like, I think like you could do like the the age thing, like because we had a problem with like all oh, just old. Yeah. Well, like you could say like so he did this stuff, and he's been coming out of in and in and out of mental asylums since um, you know, well, Batman's away doing his stuff, and like maybe Batman catches him, and like that's when he falls into like kids, you know, and most. Uh, Joker origins, he falls into the vat. Yeah. Like, you know, so maybe, like, that happens, and somehow, like, that affects his aging somehow. Possible. You know what I mean? At and least then, his appearance. And then, like, you know, he'll have the makeup on while he's doing that, so maybe, like, the white paint and stuff like that, and the green hair gets stuck like that, because that's how he had it when he fell in. Mm-hmm. But, because like, he did so much, like, people will kind of, like, I wasn't that funny. Like, you know, they thought it was still be like, I thought there was like, a, like, and again, I don't know what this says about me, <laughs> but like, so whenever he murders the guy with the scissors and then he, cause like, with the little people, person and like, and he goes and he can't unlock the door. <laughs> like, I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's so fucked up and dark. There was a lot of that. 
Like all the scenes with him and the other clowns, and there's just a lot of really fucked up scenes. And like what I don't think like a lot of people are talking about when it comes to this movie is like you know they were worried about oh what like it's gonna cause people to do stuff, but it was more on like this is what could happen if we don't change the way we take care and handle these kind of people. Like you know like, yeah we just ignore people with mental health issues or and- just even just like. Even normal day, like, it couldn't, like, it's not that big of a shit of just, like, a normal day person just, like, is put up with shit after shit after shit. Like Michael Douglas and falling down. Yeah. Just loses it. And And it doesn't make it right, but you can definitely see, like, where that person's coming from. Mm -hmm. How they could think, like, that's that's the only out, that's the only thing that they can do. Well, they definitely did a good job of making this Joker... What I feel was the scariest and most intimidating Joker because when he like at the end when he shot um, Robert De Niro right in the fucking head, just out of the blue, just bow. I was just like, oh my god, like like that's okay. That guy's a fucking murderer. But when you see like even like a Heath Ledger Joker, yeah, he's a murderer. But you're like, eh, like it didn't seem as uh, I don't I don't know how to say it, just uh, unhinged maybe. Because, like, the Heath Ledger Joker, he was kind of unhinged, but he, he, you know, he never has a plan, but he clearly had plans. He seemed like he was more in control, but... This one, he was just seriously by the seat of his pants, for yeah. the most part. Yeah, like, that whole end, I mean, he, like, rehearsed it, but he, you thought he was going to kill himself, and then that didn't happen. He just he just fucking lost it. So, I, I really enjoyed that. I think, uh... I, I think he was my favorite Joker, because I really felt that he was, uh... The most menacing of yeah. the Jokers. Do you notice, um, because like in the movie he has this joke book, um, like a Jonah slash joke book. And do you ever know that, like, whenever I show him flipping through, like, there was a couple of times you saw like naked pictures and like weird yeah. things are just going on with that 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 mental thing. Mm-hmm. So good, like, and there's just so many different like little and like we mentioned before in the movie they 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 kind of tease that maybe he's. Bruce's, you know, Batman's, like, half-brother. And, like, normally, like, if you just would, like... If I heard that before the movie, but like, that's kind of fucking stupid. But when but, you like, saw it, you're But, like, oh. yeah, they did such a good job that, like, I was kind of like, if that's what they go with, I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah. Now, granted, they defuse that and, and, like, step it back to where, like, that's probably not what happened. Because you find out that his mom's just as fucking crazy as he mm. was. Which, why would they let that crazy bitch adopt a kid to begin with? 70s yeah fair it was also um because like yeah because we don't even actually know his uh, actual name because what, what was what arthur was fleck but that that's was, not his real name yeah. he was adopted because her name was fleck not you know that's just his adopted name what also um what was really cool in the movie at because the whole movie he's just getting the shit beat out of him and he's getting fired and nobody likes him because he's crazy and He's just fucking lives with his mom. Just loser of the losers. Mom and goes like to the loony bed. And he's like trying to do good. Yeah. Not do good, but he's not He's not a menacing asshole throughout the whole no. thing. But what I liked about the movie is as he actually starts to get some breaks, he finally has the confidence to go on stage and he gets some laughs. And then he actually makes it on TV. And then he actually gets invited to be on the TV show. Like He actually got the break he wanted this whole time. And that's when he goes off the deep end and just fucking goes crazy. Well, 
I don't think that the, the quote-unquote break, like, they even mention it, like, you know, whenever, because on the top, when he gets onto Robert De Niro's talk show, which is just like a Johnny Carson kind we of... We said he wanted to make fun of him. Fun of him, yeah, like, so... But still, that would have got him some kind of... Like, he was at least getting noticed. Maybe. I mean, his dream was to be on the talk show. He did get on the talk show, and... Even if he was going to make fun of him, if he was good enough, he could have steered it to... Yeah, but he wasn't. Well, like, when he came out, though, people were already kind of on his yeah. side. He gave that fucking lady, which was in the comics, by the way, that fucking long, creepy kiss. Yeah. And uh, people were cheering for him. So he, he had it, and then he just... The the only thing that, like, kind of threw me a little bit was, like, the dancing. There was a lot of dancing. There was a lot of dancing, and, like, it was good. It was really creepy. And, like, the way they played it throughout, like, the movie, it made sense. But, like, Joker was never really a dancer that I, you It know, was, um... Unless maybe some stuff doing, like, the old Adam a, West. It had a lot to do with, like, old, uh... Like, like clown performance or well, something? There were some things with the... There was a few things. There was one famous mime clown or something, some French clown, uh... What's his name? Marceau Masseur. Oh, that guy. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I, I obviously butchered that, but he, you know, most famous French clown, I guess. But uh, like a lot of the his mannerisms was based off of that guy, and then like a lot of the dancing came from old uh, like Fred Astaire and like the even they even when he went to the theater. This movie's supposed to be 1981. All those rich people were watching a Charlie Chaplin movie. Yeah. Like, in the 30s, and there's, like, Fred Astaire dancing. Like, when he's watching TV, I think there's an old, uh, like, um, some old fucking 30s thing where everybody's dancing. So, like, it had it had something to do with that. If you look into it, I'm sure there's a lot. It goes a lot deeper. What are you doing, dog? You can go out when we're done. We're almost done! Almost, buddy. But I would say I give Joker 5 out of 5. Oh, Definitely. Because it, it, just the more you think about it, the more it kind of fucks with your head because, like, the whole, like, that's not his actual, you know, mom and, like, the beating and stuff, that maybe not fucking happened. Like, yeah. So, like, you don't even really, may not even really know the Joker's actual origin by the, you know. Though to muddy the, the waters even more, the scene where he goes in the refrigerator... Yeah. Maybe that had something to do with him being chained to a hot radiator when yeah. he was a kid, so he needs to be in a cool place. Um, they did a lot of things like that, so it's so hard to say. I mean, he was adopted. Yeah. And he did suffer child abuse because that was in the file. That, like, that we, happened. If that file was real. If that file was real or correct, yeah. Again, we don't fucking know. The whole movie is like a fever dream. You yeah. don't really know what hell, the hell's going on. And I like how they introduced that early by having him, like, you think everything's going good with him and that chick. Yeah. That neighbor lady that he's with. Because they, they start out and they kind they go out a couple times or at least once and stuff. But then that scene where he's on her, he goes, like, he has a bad day. He's all, he got rained on. Did he yeah. get beat up or something again? Or is that something when he, like that, yeah. Yeah, some fucked up shit happened. And he ends up going in her apartment. He's sitting on her couch. And at first you think it's his apartment. And, like, there's kid toys. And you're like, wait, what the hell? Where is he? And then he's sitting down, and she comes in, and he's like, <laughs> he just freaks out. It's like, oh, Which God. Which is kind of like, do you not lock your doors in that? That was a shady-ass apartment. Like, why is your door not locked? That's what you get. What did you see? That apartment complex? Yeah. I mean, maybe it didn't have a lock. Maybe it was broken. Which, did you realize that that, like, because, um, you know, we were talking about, like, how attractive the, the chick and stuff was and how it was very suspect that. But I didn't realize until, like, checking her out that that's the, uh, 
from uh, the the flying the chick from uh from, Thor. Right? No, no, um Deadpool 2. That's what I meant, the, not Thor. The, uh the, Dom, the, the Domino thing on her face. Yeah. yeah. Why did I think Thor? No. Because Thor also has like an attractive black lady in it as well. And she looks mm-hmm. like the same. No, I I know what you meant cuz uh I looked her up. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I knew she was Domino, but she has a weird name, like a real life. Yeah, um, yeah, shit, I can't think of what it is right now. Anything, you could look it up on your phone, but you know, you might not want to see what comes after. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah. So I think if you haven't realized, if you haven't watched the Joker yet, you should definitely check it out. Definitely check Especially out the Especially if you're Joker. like one of those like guys like, oh, I don't care about the Joker's origin. Like, don't, don't. Don't, don't let that, that don't let that hang you up because I was having a conversation with a guy at work who's like a big Batman guy and like he just was not he was just like eh no I don't care about it and like I was like I'm gonna watch it and then the next day I worked and I saw him I was like you need to check it out like if you don't want to go to the theaters fine I get it it's expensive but as soon as it comes out to like rent or something you need to check it out like it's just it's so good the thing about this movie is if you took out the whole Joker aspect it's the same movie yeah well I guess I heard like um somebody said that they like another podcast out the same podcast I was listening to said that they saw like an interview with Todd Phillips and he was like the kind of movies that he wants to make they wasn't letting him make. But, like, if you just say it's the Joker, then... Then you can make it. It kind of falls into, like, the Scorsese, like, cinema kind of... Yeah. The, to circle back onto that. You know. Because we were like, oh, when superhero movie's gonna die? Well, you know? What are you gonna do when the Robert Pattinson movie comes out and it just has Jared Leto Joker? No. You're not gonna be happy about that? There's, no, it's not gonna be... They're not gonna have him be the Joker again. They said he was gonna be the Joker again. He said he was, he was gonna be... Well, he's supposed to get his own Joker movie. Yeah, and... Uh, That's not happening now. No, no way. And then everybody saw how shitty, shitty it was from Suicide Squad. When they're like, man, that's the shittiest part of city is Suicide Squad. That's saying something. You know what's hilarious? There's, like, multiple, uh... Like, not just memes, but people, like, actual art... Where it has every incarnation of the Joker. Just even, not him? Even like the Mark Hamill ones in the cartoons yeah. and stuff. And he's just never in them. They're just like, nah, that guy doesn't. I'll show you. Uh, I saw a meme. Uh, I'll show it to you when we're done. But it was like a breakdown of each. Like, uh, of each. So it was like, it was a picture of, um, of, um, uh, what's his name from the Adam West? Uh, she just fucking left my, left my head. Um, Cesar Romero? Yeah, Cesar Romero's Joker. And then like underneath of it had like, LSD, and then it had Nicholson's Joker, and it had cocaine, and then oh. it had Heath Leather's Joker, and it was heroin, and then it had um, who we were just talking about, Jared Leto, Jared Leto, and it had meth, and then it had Joaquin Phoenix, and it just had forty-hour work week. Oh. <laughs> I definitely got a, a falling down vibe from this movie. Just somebody fucking just done with it. Just like, how long can you get shit on before you just say, you know what? I'm the Joker now. Yeah, uh, that's what I liked about it too. Is there was no, no acid vat or anything that made him like crazy. Yeah, he just that's how he is. Yeah, that's how he was. And we don't necessarily know why or how, but it was just vague enough to make you want a sequel. And it's supposed to be a one-off. So yeah, yeah, because like the thing is like nothing until like that last like five minutes of the movie could have not have been real. 
Because she like the the therapist asks like you know he's standing there and he's laughing because you don't know how he gets because like it just cuts from him like standing on a police car smiling with fucking fire and and fucking just hell raining down and then he's in Arkham Asylum yeah and just in smoking and 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 laughing and the 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 shirty or that psychiatrist was at first I thought really should have been Holly Quinn until then the murder. Yeah, it makes more sense when you see the murder. Like, yeah, I guess it couldn't have been. Oh, but then, you know, I asked him what's so funny, and he's just, ah, you wouldn't get it. So, like, is everything we just watched for the past, like, two and a half hours or however long it was, was that just all something he just thought in his head? Well, here's another thing, though. You know, you brought up Harley Quinn. Or what he might plan on doing later, maybe? Well, you you brought up Harley Quinn. I don't see this Joker with the Harley Quinn. Like, I don't see... That would make sense, yeah. I don't see Joaquin Phoenix as somebody that would be able to necessarily manipulate his kid, like that Joker, being able to manipulate a girl to like him. I mean, he didn't really show that. He was just more insane. Well, I think as the movie progresses and like... He does get more confidence. Yeah, so like if, if everything that happened in that movie was real, because even there, like at the, at the end there, he seemed like just the way he... He held himself and carried himself. He seemed um, more confident and sure of being able to do things. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. Maybe he has that chick stash somewhere from the apartment, and that's the new Harley Quinn. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to see Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn in that world. I don't think it would work. I'm getting very unsure if I just want to see Margot Robbie's Holly Quinn period. And that's something I did not think I would ever say. That Birds of uh, Prey looks like trash. Birds of trash. (laughs) Should be called pigeons. Fucking sucks. That, uh, what a gar- why do they make that garbage movie? Because they just needed something to put Holly Quinn in. I'm not one of those fellers who goes and judges a movie based on the trailer. But that movie's gonna be hot fucking dog dump. It is. It just doesn't look good. Uh, oh, even Harley Quinn in it. I'm just like, I don't fucking. I'm not gonna see just a movie just because she's in it. I just poop on it. Poop on the whole thing. I poop on you. Who the as, hell? As, as Triumph would so greatly put it. Who the hell asked for a Birds of Prey movie anyway? What's it even about? Birds. No, it's just female superheroes. I just watched the trailer, and I don't remember anything from it other than it looks Well, they dumb. don't really show you anything else other than Harley Quinn. Well, maybe it's great. Know, maybe it'll be wonderful. Maybe it'll be I'll fun. let you know when I see it. No, because you're going to go pay I'm to gonna, see that. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go see it. My name's Spencer, and I pay for dog shit, so you don't have to. <laughs> My name's Spencer, and the comic book industry has me by their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> let me see the awful movie, so you don't have to. Well, that was our review of the Joker, I guess. I mean, that was supposed to be about Martin Scorsese, but whatever, man. It kind of went together, and it ebbed and flowed, and it was good. I don't know about that. It was there. It was there. It existed like birds of prey. (laughs) Hey, now. (laughs) Hey, now. Go see The Lighthouse. If you think Joker's magnificent, go see The Lighthouse, because it's crazy. You've just only seen the trailer of that. Yeah, like how I just said, I judge a whole movie based on a trailer that's something I don't do. Well, I did it for Birds of Prey and it looks like trash, and I did it for Lighthouse and it looks amazing. So what do you do if it's the opposite? Well, that'd be interesting, but I'm still going to see the Lighthouse. You folks, if you want to check out anything that we do that's 
stuff, I guess. I don't know. We're working on trying to do things. You can go to the old drunkpenwriting.com. Hit us up on Twitter at drunkpenwriting. Go on Facebook at the name that is the Drunken Pen Writing. And we have an Instagram now at Drunken Pen Writing. I saw that. And uh, right now I'm just doing horror movie characters. The next one I'm going to do is Candyman. Because I did not know that Candyman was based on a Clive Barker short story. Well, really? Yeah, because I knew Hellraiser, obviously, was, you know, the Hellbound Heart, the novella. But I did not know Candyman was a Clive Barker creation. To uh, circle back real quick, there was a comic book that, there was a Joker comic book that came out today written by Clive Barker. Ooh. Just to defend everybody in the world real quick, has Clive Barker got the AIDS? I don't know. I it's... thought he had AIDS or gave somebody AIDS. Well, if you gave it to somebody, you definitely have it. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's usually how it works. Right? I mean, that's if he has like a vial of AIDS or something. It's like Magic Johnson. <laughs> Hold on, let me check that out real quick. That seems like not vital information at all. Oh shit! Well, that just came right up, now, didn't it? I typed in Clive, and it came up Clive Barker HIV. Yeah, yeah, that's why I heard because he had a lawsuit against him, sued by his boyfriend for giving him the HIV. <laughs> That sucks. That was in 2012. Hey, it's, it's 2019. AIDS isn't so bad now. If, right. you're, if you're rich. Yeah, if you're rich. Well, I'm into that on a real yeah. upper. This yeah. whole episode is about the Joker, so it's not going to be happy. I'm going to shoot you real quick, Spencer. If you don't mind. I can't. Nitro looks like he's going to. Oh, wow, yeah. He's... He just came right over. He's like, Nitro, say something. Speak. Speak. <laughs> Yeah, good go. boy. You know what? That's how we should get rid of the intro music. And what is it? Uh, Lionsgate does the roaring lion at the beginning. Uh, yeah. Just have him. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. Good one. Do it one more time. You want to do it one more time? He's just staring at me with his <laughs> fucking wolf look. He's like, you said I was going to go outside when you were done. All right. Well, I'll let the dog out, so. Who let the dogs out? Caleb did. Caleb did. I did. Okay, bye.